Hello and welcome to Film Clash Live Between the Rounds. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Kyle. I handle social media for Film Clash Live. I'm joined by my dear friend Jarrett, one of the co-founders of Film Clash Live. Jarrett, why don't you tell the people what you're all about and uh, introduce yourself, please. Hello. My name is Jarrett and I am the co-host of Film Clash Live, like previously explained by Kyle. Basically, all I do is just sit in front of the audience while well, I do more standing than sitting and just explain a little bit about what we do and we just keep it going from there and yeah we have uh, the point of film clash live is to have Atlanta be the best filmmakers out there by having judges come in and critique and be critics of uh the work that is out there especially from the local filmmakers it's not necessarily just all local people that we have, but the, you know, the more the merrier. So please send it in at uh, filmclashlive at gmail.com. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, just a little bit about us and what we do. Film Clash Live is a platform for uh, generally we have Atlanta area independent filmmakers, but we're open to submissions from pretty much anybody to submit their films to us. And we screen them in front of a live studio audience and uh, industry professionals for live feedback so that you can improve your work. Sort of like, you know, if you were in film school, which I've never been to film school, but I hear. You screen your work in front of your peers, and they tell you what's wrong with it. We try to be a little bit more nice, but the whole point is to be constructive. And uh, we always host this at Joystick Game Bar, one of our local favorite haunts in Atlanta. Our next event is going to be on Thursday, October the 26th at Joystick Game Bar. So please come out to join us for that. Now, in the meantime, uh, Jero, why don't you introduce our guest, please? All right. Our guest is actually going to be also... Semi co-host in a way, so you'll hear more of him, more or less, as well. Uh, this is Dan Kozu. Dan was one of our first submissions to uh, ever be a part of Film Clash Live, and he uh, he got he got the he got the business end of a, a very uh, strong criticism of his film, and you know that's the thing that we need. You know that's the thing that we strive for is to have that strong criticism, and you know, Dan. He got it. <laughs> but uh yeah, here uh Dan, just speak more about yourself for yourself or something. Sure. I am originally from Chicago, but I came down I moved down to Atlanta and uh got into the film scene. That's where I met Jared and, and some other Atlanta folks. And uh I think Andrew, who hasn't been uh, mentioned yet, but he's a, another co-creator of film clash, told me I told him I was making a very short film and he said I should submit it and I did, and I got some Wonderful feedback, actually. It wasn't. It was not hard. I have gone to film school, and this was much nicer uh, feedback than you would get there. But I did. I was able to re. I kind of twerked my film a little bit and, and fixed the audio, and actually got into a couple uh, festivals. And it's actually on Peach Flicks. I think that's the streaming service that's, that you can download, uh, so you can find my short there. It's called Late Again. That's what it was called, and uh, it's about like one minute long. But that's and I've been going to Film Clash ever since. Uh, I haven't submitted anything else, but that's kind of who i am i don't make a lot of films i write a lot more than than shoot stuff so that's me uh that's about where i am yeah and also a little bit more about me since dan mentioned it i too am a writer <laughs> um i also went to film school i did not finish film school i want to finish film school but uh yeah I, yeah i know but still it's a goal you know but um yeah i 
enjoyed my little bit of time at film school. I learned everything that I want wanted to learn. Basically, I went in for editing and I fell in love with writing. And so here I am. I'm a writer. And hopefully I'll have something ready to shoot by January. So, Dan, now you had, uh, you know, your kind of trial by fire through the um, the Film Clash Live system. Right. So, from the perspective of a person who is submitting work to have reviewed, why don't you kind of give us an idea of if you can remember kind of a blow by blow when you were actually getting that audience feedback, getting like the feedback from uh, people who were kind of telling you like you need to fix this or this is this is working, this isn't working so much. It's a daunting thing to like show your work to people anytime, always. So this is kind of an unusual uh, uh, platform for it. So why don't you kind of give us a, a, an idea of if someone was submitting their work, what they might expect and how it went for you. Sure. Uh, what you would expect is the most welcoming crowd you could find to begin with. Because you walk in and there's drinking and fun and Jared is joking and they really just make you feel welcome and... If you don't drink, they don't make you do a shot, but they, they encourage you to do a shot to kind of loosen you up before. And then they introduce you to who is going to be your judge. And they do bring in some really great professionals from around, not just like the one I submitted to, but everyone I've been to. They get some really neat people and they've gotten costume designers and, and set dressers and and, things, and editors. And they usually come at your work from their perspective. And so they'll probably start off talking about how they felt from their speciality, so how the how the set look, how it was edited, but then they also just talk about how they are as a film fan and how they are as just some as a, a viewer. And they usually have an audience member. I don't know if you guys are still doing where an audience member is sort of the special judge. Uh, right now, the format has uh, basically gone from we allow the judges to uh, say their spe- uh, say their piece, and then we basically open it up for discussion. So, so. It's more or less just like more audience participation. So basically the audience is the third judge. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing I liked about it because there were people there who some people just wandered in from the bar. Some people were there because they were involved in productions of the other three or four films that were there. Uh, And so it's really I love I love feedback. I like criticism. Um, And I think that's one positive of film school. I have a lot of negatives, but one positive is you learn how to accept feedback and how to accept criticism and uh, to understand when it's, when it's coming from the wrong place and when it's coming from the right place. But what I liked about Film Clash is that it, it really was just, there was just a lot of love there. Nobody was really there to, to just beat you down and to say it was lousy or whatever. And then, like, when you show your film and, and like, because they're, they're kind of encouraging you to bring it unfinished and to bring it raw so you can go back to it. And you kind of have to learn that, that, that they're going to bring up things like, you should go and do this. So you kind of have to be ready to, to go and fix things and, and to twerk things, which is... Uh, tweak things. I keep saying twerk. Tweak things, which is fine. Uh, what I have trouble is, is when I send stuff to friends, I tend not to believe their criticism. They're like, oh, that was so good or whatever. Like, I'm like, no, it isn't. But they're, the people there don't know you. They're, they're not there to, to make you feel that, like, feel that way. So it is coming from a, a point of truth. So if they say it's not working... It's probably not working. So yeah, definitely, uh, it's, it's it's a mishmash of people. You got people, as you mentioned, practically coming off the street to just see what is happening in the back room at Joystick. But then you've also got people who have kind of done what you do. Some people who have, uh, you know, made films of their own. Some people who have submitted films of their own on the same night. So there's a lot. There's a pretty broad range of people that are going to be commenting on the work that is submitted. And yes, as you mentioned, Dan, we definitely encourage people to submit unfinished work, rough cuts, just to get an idea of, you know, what direction you're going in. And I know that it can be even 
potentially more irritating to submit an unfinished work that you know is not the way you want it to be and have somebody says you should really fix the audio and you're like yeah i know uh, audio <laughs> i know the audio is not done but um tell me a little bit more about like the value of getting that variety of feedback like from different people not just your classmates in film school not just your friends not like you know you send something to your mom of course she's going to say either oh this is great or didn't really get it um so having a room full of people tell us a little bit more about what that experience was like and the value of that as a as a filmmaker one thing i like is that you you see things from different perspectives and so there can be a tone in your film where a and i've seen this happen before where a female will watch a film and get a completely different tone from it that you as as like a male filmmaker or or a a straight filmmaker may see something differently than a like a gay filmmaker or whatever and it's wonderful to hear that like somebody sees something and sometimes they'll see they'll see something like an undercurrent in your film where they'll be like i don't know if you were trying to do this but and and those are the kind of voices that you're going to get at film clash is that you're going to kind of see thing uh, see angles from your film that you've never seen before and mine was really short it was only a few minutes long and so there wasn't a whole lot of tonal differences that could be construed from it but i've seen it happen there before with other people's films where people be like, I don't know if you meant to see this, but this character was coming off really flat or this character was coming off this way or that way. And one person actually brought in an acting reel, which I thought was interesting. They made a short film to showcase their acting. And so they wanted the feedback to come not as how is this as a short film, but how is how is my acting in this? And I thought that was one of the more interesting things because like I felt like they weren't moving enough. I wanted to see as like a filmmaker, I wanted to see these actors move on camera and that's not something I would have looked at before where, like, these people aren't really moving a lot, but I wouldn't – I would want to see an actor move around on, on on a frame to see how they can move. So that's kind of what I'm talking about is, is how to come at things like that in different angles. So uh, As a host, I usually um, – well, when we first started, I always wanted to screen everything so I have an idea of what I'm getting into. And – the first couple of times that worked and since, you know, the, the program has evolved into something a little bit different now, um, I go in completely surprised with everyone as well. And, you know, as the host, I usually keep my opinions to either myself or to last. And I think, you know, especially after this last one, I might have to change that up a little bit because there, uh, there was one film in particular you were there, so you might know what I'm talking about. I I yeah, about. <laughs> um, it was not. It wasn't. It wasn't that good, and no one really touched on it. Everyone's just like little lolly gag around. It's like, oh, it was good, and then this is bad. And my thing, as one who also likes criticism, you got to be honest with me. You know, you got to, you got to be up in front and just be like, hey, I didn't like this, and let me tell you why. You know, or even like there was this part that really, you know, so and um, like one thing going along with film school, uh, it was our production two class. I wrote the film for that. Uh, It's called Hey Joe. And like every time every uh, class we went to every week, uh, we would always read the script and the first script. It was a little long. Then we like shorten it. And it was the feedback, you know, that made it better. And that's where I fell in love with feedback, because if they see the potential, if that person sees the potential of this movie being really good, that feedback is very valuable because mm-hmm. if they could see it, that means you could write it better, which means that there are parts that you think would uh, show better on film that may not even be necessary for the film. So, yeah, definitely as a host, I see these things, but I choose to keep my silence. 
However, that might change come uh, October 26th at uh, Joystick. So Yeah, definitely. I, I think probably the, if we had one theme for Film Clash Live, it would be Tough Love. You know, yeah. we're trying to make, you know, there's going to be people that are going to say things that might sting. They might sting a lot. But the whole point is that we are all there to try to improve the quality of everyone's work. We want all movies to be as good as they possibly can be, short films, long films. And so that's the whole point of the event is to just try to make it, you know, make everything as good as they possibly can be. I just want to add one thing, like thinking about this one film that was, that was last month that, that just kind of didn't didn't quite work as the great thing about Film Clash and the thing you have to keep in mind is that you're not going to get criticism typically from a film festival. And so that's why this is not a film festival. This is this is to help you get into film festivals, which in my film, it did help me get in. And this guy brought what I think he felt was, was a finished film and, and kind of said how much money was spent on it and, and, and felt like it was polished and was kind of looking for that polished film festival like critique, like the, the kind of glad handing. And that's not sort of what's going to come from Film Clash. And and I don't think he was going planning on going back and fixing what we told him needed to get fixed. And so uh, I think that's just something to keep in mind if you're thinking of submitting is if you think it's ready to be done, we're going to look at it as it is not done. Even if it's played in festivals or whatever, it's we, we're going to tell you what we don't think is done. So, and that's just another thing to add. Uh, so let's move along, move along a little bit for kind of our day's discussion topic here. So this was something that has been kind of popping up on my own Facebook feed recently. For listeners that are not familiar with the Masterclass program, it started a couple of years ago, and it's basically a an online seminar platform where they have video classes with course materials and things like that with celebrities in a certain field so like they have cooking ones with gordon ramsay for example and they have several that are in like the film world where they've had in the past director Werner herzog uh steve martin david mamet Aaron sorkin all acting as your instructor so it's sort of like having an opportunity to be in a lecture hall with people who have not only an immense amount of knowledge about a given subject but also have become very successful in it the most recent one i am i was excited to hear about this even though i'm not positive i'm going to do the course was the truly legendary and i would say uh generation defining director for good or ill uh martin scorsese so essentially what this is it is a program where it's you pay 90 dollars and you get uh, i think it's 20 to 25 video lectures on various subjects regarding film from martin scorsese where he is leading the class more or less um you get a course workbook to go along with the seminars and then also there is peer reviewing of your work if you choose to take that uh, take advantage of that and also if you submit questions there's a possibility to have martin scorsese answer respond to those questions so you're not necessarily going to have your short film reviewed by martin scorsese but you will have it reviewed by your peers and if you submit questions throughout the course of the course then mr scorsese may respond to them so i wanted to get you guys' thoughts on this jared let's start with you i'm curious if, like first of all would you find this valuable in the sense of the knowledge you would get and is there anything in particular that you think would be a concern before you wanted to invest in something like this absolutely um i definitely see the uh positives of a master class regardless of the subject like if i wanted to be a better cook and if gordon ramsay was cooking uh showing me how to cook i would probably want to take that class because i know he's not going to yell at me for like my shitty take on like uh eggs or chicken that's been thawing in the refrigerator for a while so 
Yeah, I would probably want to take that in, you know, with um, classes like this, especially with Martin Scorsese. I mean, just to take the class would be huge. But, you know, you also got to think, are you really wanting to be a director? Is that where you see yourself as a filmmaker? Or do you see yourself more as a writer? Or do you see yourself more as a camera person? So, yeah, those classes for that month, for the, what was it, 90 bucks? 90 bucks. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's that's basically a steal because, like you said, he's a legend in the in the field, you know. I'll be honest. I haven't seen all of his movies, but the ones that I have seen, I really have enjoyed. Even, even Wolf of Wall Street. And everyone knows... Everyone knows that I am not a Leonardo DiCaprio fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if I if I wanted to be a director, that's where I would want to learn one of the one of the few people that I would want to learn from him. Tom Hooper would be another one that I want to learn from. J.J. Abrams comes to mind. He's made phenomenal films. I mean, as far definitely, I, I think that like a Catherine Bigelow class could be amazing. Yes. Yes. Like that. I mean, if only for the fact that like her style has evolved so much over the past thirty years or so, and, and she never had a real serious misfire as far as movies are concerned so yeah I, definitely uh there are several that I, w- I would be interested in but um yeah dan same same question like curious on just your general thoughts on this specifically with the martin scorsese class if there's any kind of concerns you might have before investing in it or if there's other filmmakers that you would be interested in uh also seeing doing something like this it's 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 a hard thing because it's like of course he's he's a master filmmaker you can't you can't deny that but where I just it just seems so hero worshipy to me that these master like because because you see and they they are picking the the great ones and I can I completely understand like Aaron Sorkin Steve, Steve Martin I think did a comedy one but I haven't taken any of them so I don't I don't know how they flow mm. um, but it just seems so like teaching is so different than than filmmaking and there's great filmmakers who probably are awful teachers and great teachers who just couldn't make their mark in filmmaking unfortunately. For whatever reason, and so uh, I, I, it does sound really interesting, though, and it is something that I would I would be interested in looking into. But like I, I had a problem when I and and like when I first got in, and I think that's why a lot of people go to film school is I love like I loved directors, and so I was like obsessed with Lynch, and I was obsessed with Cronenberg, and like that's why I went to film school. And then as I sort of grew as a writer and grew as a filmmaker, I'm like, oh, I have my own voice. I'm just trying to emulate these guys. I and and. I think I, I love John Huston. That's that's kind of the filmmaker who made me realize that I don't. I need to find my own voice, and I need to stop imitating other people. But I think you need to go through that that process of imitation to sort of become who you are and find out what you like. But these master classes just seem so like here's my portrait. Here's how I am. As and and I'm afraid that that young filmmakers are going to look at that and like this is this is the only way I can emulate. This is the way it has to be. Instead of sort of where if you go to like a school where it's not just one voice coming at you, it's a whole bunch of different voices, then you're going to find your own way uh, instead of just kind of taking these. I don't and I don't think they're ripoffs. I have no idea. I can't say that they are, but they're just sort of they feel like I think I said before, like hero worship, like this is your hero and this is who you're the only voice you should listen to. And so that's what I'm kind of worried is same with the Internet. You kind of find. Oh, your own your own voice, and you stick with that instead of kind of hearing other people's voices. So yeah, definitely a valid concern there. And I I first kind of became aware of the masterclass program a little while ago when Werner Herzog did his, who is in my estimation one of the most interesting people in filmmaking in a long, long time. And I, I found an interview that the Verge uh, website did with him about his masterclass, and he says this is a quote from Werner Herzog. 
I'm not really teaching. I'm just passing on what I learned in practical experience in my life. So you've got these filmmakers who've been doing it for 40, 50 years. That's a wealth of experience that, you know, whether or not – Dan, you raised an excellent point that there is an element certainly of like a hero worship. And I think that's probably what the masterclass system is banking on in terms of like their business model. I would add, though, that in addition to that, you know, it's like hanging out with, uh, you know, having a, having a mentor. You're not necessarily going to do everything that they did, but mm-hmm. you can learn from the mistakes that they made. You can learn from their successes, their failures. And so, yes, whether it's worth those $90, you know, I, I feel like everything ends up on YouTube sooner or later. You know, you can, you can watch out. If you wanted to watch 10 hours of Martin Scorsese sharing experiences, you can probably find 10 hours worth of interviews on the internet for free. So yeah, I, I would say that if anyone is, who is listening has done one of these masterclasses and would like to weigh in, by all means, let us know. Um, but um, yeah, any, uh, any other remarks as uh, pertains to this? Probably the only masterclass I would take is from um, Mel Brooks. Because, like, he is my comedy idol. Like, mm-hmm. I absolutely felt like, honestly, the first movie that I ever saw of his was uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights and uh, Silent Movie, which is hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, his um, Mel Brooks, anything that he says t- is pretty much just honest to goodness gold because, I mean, the man's been around for what seems like ever, you know? Mm-hmm. And he definitely have gone above and beyond to not only be like bring uh, social awareness in his movies through comedy, but he has through, through time evolved and made it more relevant today than back then. And I'm pretty sure that he took a lot of crap from it as well, you know? So, but uh, yeah, that, that's my only thought. Like it also depends on, Again, like if you're wanting to be like a better director outside of the hero worship, if you want to be a better writer, you'll follow the one with the writer and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see a masterclass with not I mean, because these, these are working filmmakers, but I, I don't want to say Scorsese's past his prime, but he's not breaking the ground that he used to. I, I would maybe argue Wolf of Wall Street broke some ground, but it, it, um, even Sorkin's kind of past uh, uh, Mamet, I think, is is a loon now and, and like way kind of past where he was when and culture has changed in the sense so i almost love master classes of, of working professionals people who are who who are just breaking ground now and, and just kind of starting off and where the industry is now because these guys don't have to go through the the hurdles that people have to now and and, and they're not dealing with the saturation of of tv things right now so I, I'm I'm keeping talking to trying to think of, of a working professional I would love to see right now, but I can't think of any right now. But uh, but that's kind of somebody somebody who uh, a younger person who's who's kind of coming out right now because I I think older people can't they do have a wealth of experience like Herzog obviously, but uh, I, I again I would love just a little bit more uh, different amount of people yeah absolutely and it's interesting because they do get a lot of these really established guys i mean they do call it the master class for a reason i mean people right, who have yeah. been doing it for decades but then also you got some of these younger filmmakers like edgar wright for example i think is one of the most unique voices in filmmaking today and uh he but he's always been very open about his entire creative process so that's kind of what i'm talking about with this is available for free you know all of he, he's been making just camcorder videos about his storyboarding process since Shaun of the dead came out so he's always been 
very open about like, here's how I did this. And this is, this is my process. This is works for me. Maybe it will work for you. Maybe not. But certainly some of these, uh, up and coming filmmakers, like I'm blanking on the name right now, but the, uh, the guy from Florida who made Moonlight, I would be fascinated to see, uh, what goes through that brain in the creative process from start to finish. Um, so yeah, I, I think that probably what we're seeing is younger people making already a shift toward making their process known for free online, and then it's it's kind of like who watches who watches the news? It's people that aren't on the internet, yeah, you know. Right. So it's uh, hard to say, um, but perhaps this will sweeten the deal. It's ninety dollars for lifetime access to the one course, and you get a thirty day refund. So if you do it for a month, check it out, and if you don't like it at the end of the month, you can just get your money back. So it's kind of a it's like it's a zero risk situation for the most part. So, but yeah, I feel like that brings us to a good place to start wrapping things up here. Uh, just a reminder that our next Film Clash Live event at Joystick is Thursday, October twenty sixth. Please come to the back room and uh, come see myself and Jared. Hopefully, Dan will be joining us as well. If you are interested in submitting a film, Jared, why don't you tell the good folks how to get more involved? Sure, Kyle, I will. To get involved, basically, just have a. Uh, Send a file of your film to filmclashlive at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at just look for Film Clash Live. And yeah, we'll review your film. And if it follows the guidelines, then we will most likely uh, have it uh, film. Um, also, this month's Film Clash, we already have one judge. It's going to be Miss Hannah Fairman, who is famous for her role in VHS. She's done a couple of things for tv uh, a couple of short films as well most recently birthday cake which has been <laughs> a huge hit by miss brentley watch jackson and she's a lovely young lady so we're looking for a second judge i got a couple of ideas uh andrew who's not here he's the co-host he brought up a couple of ideas for other judges as well and uh yeah we love to see you also it's not it's not enforced but it is encouraged because it's close to halloween Come in a costume. I'm trying to make up something right now, and I think everybody would like it. I got a couple of ideas, and I've made sure that it didn't offend anybody. And so far, <laughs> I'm winning. So, yeah, it's going to be a surprise when you see me. Uh, I'll just plug that uh, I write for a satire site called The Hard Times and uh, The Hard Drive. Uh, it's sister site. It's uh, music satire and video game satire and movie satire. Uh, that's about it. They, they're great, wonderful people. And, uh, I think it's the hard times.net is their site. So check that out. Excellent. One of my personal favorites. And, uh, yeah, just a reminder, October 26th is our next film clash live event. As I mentioned before, because it is so close to Halloween costumes, definitely encouraged, which I believe actually gets you a discount anytime at joystick, but this will be the perfect time to do it and not be the only person wearing a costume. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you're interested in submitting a film, learning more about us, just keeping tabs on what we're up to and that kind of thing. Definitely seek us out on Facebook. Subscribe. Again, the page is Film Clash Live. So definitely check that out and subscribe. And we will see you at Joystick on October 26th. Thanks for joining us.